Guys, welcome to the podcast for today. My name is Jason John Byron, and welcome to Think Property Club. Now, what is Think Property Club? Think Property Club is a website, obviously, thinkpropertyclub.com.au, where I can share with you my tips and advice on property investing. And this is all about making income through property. So there's many different ways you can buy property, but if you do acquire multiple properties, what you want to try to do is have enough income coming in those properties so that it is paying off the mortgage. So what that means is that the rent coming in is more than your repayments, right? That's what we call income producing properties. What this does is it gives you cash flow for life. It's one of the angles that you can use. And that's what I'm here to talk to you a little bit about today. First off, I like to kind of get into my history. Where did I come from? How did, how did I become an experienced property developer and investor today? And how did I become a coach and mentor? Well, like anything, it all starts with that situation that you put yourself in where you're uh, you need something you're looking for something things aren't going exactly as you expected in life and you're looking for something more okay so I think that's how you've got to look at any type of property it is security but at the end of the day what it does is it gives you something that is actually worth something of value now I'll go back when I first started out and what am I leaving school okay let's let me go back to school um, went to a great school. It actually had a military component to it, so that was really cool. I really enjoyed the whole discipline of that military component. I did not go into the army because I probably could have because I was probably trained pretty pretty heavily through that school training. But what I did is I went into the family and some business, and I loved it because my dad did it, and it was actually a pretty cool job, or most people think it's a pretty cool job out there, and that is as a cameraman. Now, as a cameraman, my job was to film football. I started when I was actually 14 years old. Now, once you do quite a bit of filming of that one particular thing, you get very good at following people automatically. It's almost like driving a car sometimes, right? where you, you, you're automatically, you might not even be paying attention, you're still following what's going on. So um, I left school um, and went straight into father-son business. It was pretty cool. People think, oh, your cameraman's a pretty cool job. What they don't really understand too much is it looks cool, but there's a lot of hours involved in it. Um, getting the gear ready, um, traveling, um, a lot of lugging around heavy equipment, um, quite stressful sometimes as well, and you don't really have a choice where you're going to be sometimes, indoor or outdoor. Um, you miss meals because often you're shooting for a very long time, you don't have a chance. Anyone out there in the media industry knows all about that, that type of lifestyle. Um, you do get paid, um, so it's not, it's not the worst pay in the world. Um, you can, you can pay, you get paid up to a certain amount, but the strangest thing about it is you have to accept that it's just a job, and you only get paid when you work because it's all the hours that you put in that are going to give you that money flow. And so you you are very restricted. And some jobs are like that. You know, you might have a job like that as well. Um, so that was my situation where I was only going to get paid as much as I worked. And so I could only actually earn as much as, as, as I could actually physically get out there and do something. So um, that really kind of put a limitation on me. Now, I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur. I didn't actually do that great at school. Um, I probably was focusing on the subjects that I thought were fun, a bit more technology stuff since I'm a bit of a geek as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, I ended up not going to university, getting into a father-son business, um, 
got to know my dad really well, so it's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool bloke. Uh, but you know, at the end of at the end of everything, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, I still didn't have enough income coming in to survive a city boy's life because I did grow up around the city. Um, I spent most of my childhood at the beach, but then obviously as you grow up, you know, you want the action, so you go to the city. Now, I saw other people in property and I saw them getting hit and I always thought, oh, you need to have money or you needed to be a real estate agent. I could never be a real estate agent. I'm just not the type of suit guy. I'll wear a suit, but yeah, once a day, once a week or something like that is fine. Um, so, and, and I'm not really great at sales, even though I'm kind of very passionate about what I talk about. I'm, I'm not that typical sales person. I want to tell everyone everything about something. So I went off from, um, from being a cameraman um, and on that job, uh, going along and filming week after week after week, the whole week was actually setting up all the gear and maybe filming a little bit during the week as well. But then the weekends were really where I made my money. So it was a bit of a rushed around lifestyle. Like I said before, because because you don't earn enough money, right? You don't have enough income coming in on a regular basis. You tend to go to credit cards because a credit card says, look, you work hard. You, you actually got some money, you, you know, you, you do have an income coming in. So what happens is that this is a way for you to get those chunks of things, the things that you want at the moment, you can get the credit card and you can go spend $5,000, have what you, what you want to have now. And the problem about that is that you never end up paying it off because you just end up paying off the interest and everyone who has a credit card or been in credit card debt knows about that. So you spiral into this whole thing of, hey, I can earn some money, I've got money coming in, but I, don't, I can never earn enough to buy the things that I want. And you never save, really, either. So that was my situation. Now, getting into the property thing, how did that all happen? Well, totally by accident. Um, I actually had a friend, a few friends of mine that I saw that didn't work that much. And used to go to the beach and, and have days off and they'd, they'd kind of hang around my work sometimes because they were a bit bored. they go, ah, oh, what, what are you doing? You know, and they'd go, oh, well, I've actually got some property and the property brings me an income, so I don't have to do it. Well, how'd you get into property? Oh, you know, it's a bit of a long story, a bit, bit of a, uh, you know, luck here and there and, you know, um, but, you know, I, I could never really understand when they started talking about loans and how do you save up money? Like, I'm not, I can hardly save up $3,000. How am I going to save up enough money? So I was always like, okay, I'll put myself here. I'm just going to keep being cameraman. Then, because I was a cameraman, it was quite strange. There was another guy called Gary. And Gary calls me up one day. And he goes, Jace, i got a really big problem. And he's kind of like really panicky. And I'm like, yeah, Gary, what's the matter? Did you break a camera or what, what happened? You know, are you sick? What's, what's up, mate? And he goes, I can't film this event and I've been um, booked for it and I've double booked myself. I, I told someone I could do this and the other person I could do this and at the same date and I don't want to let them down because you know what it's like as a cameraman. If you lose a job, you lose your income. And so that's exactly what happened in his situation. He said, to, and I said, well, what, 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 where's a game where I've got to film it? He goes, it's not a game, Jace. It's, um, it's these events where these people um, are entrepreneurs and they get into property and they, they, they have their jobs and they buy stuff. Um, and they buy property and they, it's all property education, basically, Jason, that's what it is. And there's a lady, um, um, she's quite fast on the stage. She walks back and forth on the stage and, um, we just got to shoot her and that's it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but why are you coming to me? It's because Jason, you, you're, you're a good camera and you're the best person I know. I'm like, yeah, but Gary, I've got jobs on this weekend. What, how could I possibly do it? And he goes, I don't rely on anyone but you, Jace, because, I need this person in shot. If they go out of shot, it's like TV. You know, it's going to look crap. So what's it going to take? 
And I went, well, Gary, I don't film indoor stuff. You know, I've never done that before. And that's the type of person I was. I didn't take risks. I didn't do new things that I hadn't done before. I was, I just didn't believe in myself. And I just thought, hey, you know, this is what, you know, like, what do I call it when you're boxed in? You know, your mindset is, this is all I do. And someone else does that. But no, that's not what I was born to do. Um, and Gary said to me, look, Jace, if you can get out of what you're doing right now, I'll give you $50 more than what you're going to earn on a weekend. And you know what? I was kind of like, no, I can't do it. I, I'm too scared to go and film someone like that. I'm, what if I stuff up? I don't know those people. You know, I'm, that's not what I normally do. But that $50 extra was like, oh, I actually, I need to get Rego coming up pretty soon. And so I said to Gary, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying yes, but for some reason I'm I'm doing it. And he goes, okay, good, okay, well, here's it. This is where you got to go, and and then you turn up early, and you've got to wear a, a, a tie and suit and everything. Like, oh, hang on, Gary. <laughs> I'm like, look, okay, all right, I'm sure I can bring my old school tie. Um, so I go and film this event. So I'm at this event, and I'm filming this person, and with football, you kind of you watch the event, but I'm never going to be a football star. I'm a lanky, skinny guy. Um, I'm tall, which is even worse because, you know, you just fold in half when, as soon as you get hit. Um, and so, <laughs> and now I'm in a different place and I'm filming someone talk about money and about how to invest and all the different ways. And all, what really amazed me were the secret ways. I'm like, I've never heard that before. Ah, oh, what is that? You know, so all these things kind of came out. I'm filming and I'm listening. I'm going, this is not too bad. But remember, Jason, you're the cameraman. I'm at the back of the room filming. That's what you're meant to do. So I just got on with my filming. Um, but it was funny because when I went and filmed football, I didn't really, I probably put music in my ears to listen to dance music or something because I, I wasn't actually learning anything. But now I was actually getting paid to film something and I was learning stuff. But have you ever been somewhere and someone's, you've learned something and you've never acted like how many times do we do that 99 percent of the times we do that we we learn stuff and we hear stuff but then we just no like i don't know and it, it's not us it's a subconscious behind us saying hang on be safe um that's that's something different i don't know what, everything about that i'm confused so don't do it um and that's the situation i was in i was actually filming these speakers um, on a bit of a, you know, probably I don't know, four or five a year. So it wasn't a regular work. But um, I was filming them for over three years. And I don't like to really admit that because three years of filming and I'm hearing all this stuff about how I can get into real estate with no money. And seriously, it was. There was plenty of examples of people doing that. How I could, um, how I could start to t- partner up with other people who had money. Um, all these different techniques and ways that, that you could you could get into real estate. And I'm just filming it and filming it. And then I come back and I'd have to edit it. So there's more hours of my time sitting in front of a computer, you know, at night time, hungry, wanting to go to sleep, but having to finish this edit of this person that I just filmed for three days. Um, so I was always going in my head, in my head over and over again. And I keep hearing the thing. And by the end of it, I kind of did know exactly what to do. I knew it because I'm editing it again. I was a trust and this interest only loan and this PPR and like I, I'm, I'm actually the guru in, in my mind of knowing all the terminology and all this type of stuff. But you don't learn until you do it, until you act, until you put yourself in that situation. It's basically useless information for you. 
Um, you'll know it, but you're not acting on it. So what's the use of having something and, and not using it? You know, if you don't use it, well, you don't get any benefit out of it. So after the third year, I'm I'm starting to hear something. I'm starting to get a little bit peeved off because my credit cards weren't getting any better. They were still going bad. Um, I was sick and tired of renting because, uh, you know, it's always the neighbors and you're always looking at your paycheck. Now there's 700 bucks out this week. Great. My friends are buying houses, um, first home loan grants, that type of stuff. Um, not all of them. But I should say, you know, out of the 10 friends I had, one of them did. Um, and then I knew another guy that did. But um, they were, you know, and, that, and it would kind of seem stressful for what they were going through. They were very emotional about it. It's got to be perfect for, for themselves. And they actually put themselves in a lot of debt. And, and I'm like, well, actually, see how the house repayment is actually more than what I rent for. So why are you doing this? And this is going to cost this. And all this type of situations and you'll have to do your tax returns on time and all this type of thing. But they, they, they went and did it and, you know, they, they secured the property there. But it actually was quite harsh from what I remember them trying to pay pay the repayments and they didn't come out on weekends and this type of stuff. So then what happens is, but, but I'm looking at my situation, I'm going, my wage hasn't changed in 10 years. I've been actually doing a job now for 20 years. Uh, yeah, and it was because I started at 14 years old. You know, I'm now... You know, 34, and I'm thinking, God, what's what's where's the future for me? And I'm looking every time I go to these events, I'd see these people, police officers, teachers, um, even cameramen. There was another guy that was a cameraman that was <laughs> that was getting into it a bit, and there were all different different strategies. But the one thing they'd figured out how to get into real estate and not have it cost them money. How they would make money out of real estate without being a real estate agent, and, and I was just amazed by that. A lot of people are when they go to these conferences and had a look. Um, a lot of my friends um, were kind of would always bag it, you know. Ah, oh, yeah, you yeah, rich bastards, or you know, oh, conference junkies and all that type of stuff. Because if you don't know something, what's the first thing you do? If you don't know something about it, and you see something, you only think you don't know anything about it. So your only thing is to give the opposite to it, which is bag it out. And I've probably even kind of gone along with that before. Um, so then, what happens is. Um, eventually, Gary stopped filming, and I just took over his whole job because I was too good at it filming this person up and down stage. It wasn't that great a situation because Gary kind of calls me up and goes, the guy that uh, that I get you to film, you know, you film for me and the and the guy sees your work and he's figured out that's not me anymore and he wants you full time. I'm like, oh, well, I don't client still. You know, mate, you know, just tell him it's not possible to just do that. He goes, no, he, he, he made it possible. Like he's told me that this is the only way it's going to be. Um, so he said, you know, he doesn't want Gary's filming anymore, which wasn't too good. But um, Gary said, look, you know, we'll work it out. And so we worked it out in the end. So I just kept filming for this guy who who employed me to go and film all these speakers. And it was pretty cool. Um, but now it was all getting in my head. After three years, I finally got the guts to go up to the person I was filming. Um, and I said, can I speak to you for five minutes afterwards? And I go, yeah, sure. So I sit down and I speak to this woman and she says to me, um, yeah, what, how did, how'd you go today? Did you, did you, uh, get everything in shot and the audio was okay? You know, did I not walk too quick? You know, how'd I go? I go, yeah, yeah, look, everything's fine. You, you're, you're fine. You look good. You know, you sound good. Um, is it possible I just have a personal conversation with you? And as soon as you say it to someone, someone goes, oh God, what's going to happen now? But she didn't, you know, this was a, the type of mentor that really cared about changing other people's lives. And she really, um, she's passionate to know about people. And I was like, okay. Um, so I sat down. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it was a little bit emotional. I kind of, 
had to admit some things. But the basis of it was, I said, well, all the stuff these people do, you know, do you reckon I could ever do that? And the first thing she said to me was, no, you can't do that. And and I said, oh, really? She says, well, you can't actually do it. If you're asking me, can you physically do it? Can you take the action be, you know, to do it? Well, no, you, you cannot until you tell me that you want to do it. So if you ask me, can I, do you think I can do it? Then it that just the thinking isn't good enough. You've got to tell me why. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Okay, I'll go with you. And she goes, well, what's your situation right now? You know, oh, well, Cameron, I work, I don't save up money, I've got a $30,000 bloody credit card bill. And she said to me, okay, good. Now, what, what have you been doing for the last 10 years to change that? Well, just working. I haven't saved up any money or I can't change it. And she goes, okay, um, so you don't like working too much. You'd like days off? Yep. Um, you got lots of money debt? Yep. Okay. Um, so she went through all this stuff in my life. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have asked her this question. This isn't feeling too good. You know, when you have to do that sometimes, I feel like it's my priest or something like that. Confession, what I got to do is some Hail Marys after this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's fair enough because she had to get down to the crux of the problem for me to be able to see, well, what was the solution going to be? So she said, well, what have you tried to change that? Oh, well, I tried this thing, tried working here, and that didn't work out. And I tried... Um, buying lottery tickets that didn't work out <laughs> always these things and I'm no good at gambler so that, that, that didn't that wasn't really in my my way of um, trying to get extra money uh, and so you know I tried eBay uh, tried this and that no just nothing changed so Jason the things you're kind of doing have all been in one direction of you know it's, it's trying to do more of what you already know um, and it's not working for you so is that, is that right and I go yes that's right and she goes okay well now you've found that what you've got to just now understand that what you've been doing and trying to make work for years after years after years is not working. So you've got to go in a totally different direction. It's like Robert Frost, two roads diverge in a narrow wood. Which one did you take? Because if you just keep going down that same road and nothing changes, why, why, why don't you turn off? Oh, well, it's scary to go that other road. I don't even know what's going on over there. Okay, fair enough. But if it's not serving you and it's not getting to you where you've got to go, then you've got to have a serious look at your situation and go, you know, why am I doing this? So the only thing that will help me was by admitting that what what was my problem, what I'd done, and then what are the things that I have to, what are the things that I want? So I came back, she said, okay, now that you've done this, what do you really want? I want to pay off my credit card, good. I want to get out of renting, I'd love to save up a deposit for a home. Okay, good. Um, well, well, you know, what are the, well, I'd, like, I'd have to get married one day. Um, I'd like to, you know, have a nice holiday. I'd like to buy a new car. I'm really, like, a car that was mine, not a company car, you know. Okay, so these are all the things she, she said to me. I was like, okay. Um, now we know what you want, she said. How are you going to get it? If you keep doing those things that you've done and nothing's changed, then you need to admit yourself that you're not going to do those things today. You're going to stop. You're going to stop progressing from there and you're going to do something totally different. Now, real estate is something you didn't learn, your parents didn't teach you, you don't have many friends doing it, but you've seen how it's changed these people's lives from things that they were doing before that didn't work for them before and they're doing this now. And she said, it's actually a pretty cool thing to be in real estate because you're creating homes for people. And she doesn't think there's anything better that you could be doing than that than giving someone security. So you've got to get over the whole thing that's a rich man's game and that you know you need lots of money to be able to do it. There's many people out there 
that are using real estate in many different ways to be able to give themselves income to be able to change their life that haven't done it before. So I was like, okay, well, I understand that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to do it. You know, but how do I get started? So, well, first off, you've got to just say to yourself every day, every every day, the things that you want, and what are you going to do to make sure that you're getting closer to those things that you want. So I said, okay, yeah, I'm 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 in agreement now. So if I want to change my life, I've got to stop doing the things that I'm doing now. I've got to look for opportunity out there of things that I could be doing. She said, yeah, because when you actually are in your mind adamant that there's an opportunity there and you're going to go grab it, you're not going to wait around, that's when things change. But if there's so much opportunity out there and you're not even you know, in contemplating it or you're contemplating the same thing that you're doing right now in the same direction and it's not getting you where you go, you've got to go a different direction. So straight from there, I stopped, I, I just, life changed. And I said, yeah, I agree. Yeah, this makes sense. Thank you very much. She said, yep, yeah, okay, well, you know, obviously you're going to have to find someone else to film now because you're going to be coming and learning. You're going to be sitting down, taking action and going out and doing what all my students do. And I said, well, if it will get me what I want, she goes, it will, it will, but you've got to be sure of it. And so oh, I'm still not 100%. She said, look, um, that's fair enough. You can think about it. But, but also, I want you to think about people out there that are successful. Do they sit around and think about it or do they just do it? You know, if they're an athlete or who do you look up to? You know, even my dad was the type of guy, he didn't sit around, he just did it. And people get ahead are the people that don't think about it, that know where they're going and do it and don't wait. You know, and I look at the mentors today, Anthony Robbins, um, I look at all these type of people out there. Would they, if they had an opportunity in front of them to change their life, would they not, would they just sit around and think about it? No, they just do it. You know, these people are, you know, famous athletics out there, people people who are athletes. Do they just sit around and wait for the perfect, you know, situation, the perfect things, the perfect day? No, they, they just do it. It's so, it, this, this is the thing. She's, and I was like, yeah, okay, well, look, if I want to be successful, then I'm going to follow that other trait. And that's exactly what I did. So I got off the camera and started learning about real estate. And everything changed from that point on. Because I'd said yes to now. Yeah, two times. I'd said yes to Gary to film something that I hadn't filmed before that got me closer to, to her. And then I'd said yes to her that I was going to actually spend some money on myself, spend some time on myself and work out a way to get out of what I was doing and spending my time on something that wasn't going to get me to where I was and then start doing stuff that did. So that was how I got into real estate. Now, the first thing I've got to say is at this stage, I did not have any money. People look at me and go, oh, you have a television camera on your shoulder and you seem to have a lot of people um, working around you in television and that, so you must have lots of money. And you drive an okay car. And I'm like, well, what they don't understand, most people in business spend all their money on the business. And most of those cars and assets are loans. And so you're living a lifestyle, but it's not yours. Even the business has debts coming in week after week. You don't get to save money. As soon as you save money, even if you work, you put it back into that business. And that, that's a life of, I'd say, 90% of business owners that you can, you know, all the, everyone looks and sees that you, you're great, but you're not because everything is going towards that business. You're chucking it into this business to try to keep it running half the time. So I, I, I now started to change the way that I was doing things. I started to make weekends something which was my education time and that's where it all changed. So I just wanted to leave it with you there. I didn't want to go on past that story for now. 
the brilliant thing is when I got home, my I, I spoke to my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, and I said to her, "This is what I what, this is what I really want to do." And she was the one that kind of let me do what I wanted to do. She was she's a pretty great woman. Um, I told her the reasons why, and she said, "Well, what you're doing right now isn't really getting you the income that you need." So. Um, and what you're spending money on now, because the course did, did cost me money. So what you're spending money on now, Jason, isn't getting you anywhere, is it? You spend money on things and it doesn't change your life. You might be temporarily buy something kind of cool, but it's not changing our life. So all the money that we're spending on little things, even, even she admitted herself, isn't helping her get anywhere. So if we actually spend money on ourselves on education, then we might actually get a change in our life. And that was a big thing about, you know, where are you spending money every day and how is it changing your life? Or, you know, it's okay to spend money on yourself, but could you actually put away some of that money and spend it on education or spend it on learning about an opportunity? You know, and it's almost like money, you think about it as, well, you're not actually buying an asset here. You're not buying something, but you're, you're sitting in a room learning education from someone. And it's pretty hard to... Well, for me to think about spending money to learn something, you know, like I'd never paid for education in my life. I'd never gone to uni, so I wasn't used to it. But um, I can tell you it's the best money I've ever spent in my life. Um, and that was the money I spent on myself. And I had to put that on the credit card as well. But very quickly, I actually had something that I'd learned that could make me money. And it didn't put me in a situation where I'd need to have heaps of money to get started. Even though everyone else out there thinks you do, you don't. So I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit about Jason John Byron and how he first got started. And um, and on the next podcast, I'd like to talk to you a bit more about real estate, okay? And um, if you guys are interested just even slightly in real estate, then I've set up thinkpropertyclub.com.au where members get to come in there. It's a club. It's there to service you guys as best we can. We're going to have... Um, a lot of social media tied up with it as well to keep people informed on different tips in real estate. Um, we have the website and then we've got the private Facebook group where I can answer any questions. I've been doing this for 12 years now. So um, I've been seeing everything and I've been a coach for over three years now, a professional coach. So this is why I think Property Club is set up and it's free for you to join to get some information, to get some advice, um, to give you some opportunity. Thanks for tuning in today. Mm-hmm.